0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. After we recorded this podcast, President Trump tweeted that he had granted a full pardon to Michael Flynn. Hi, everyone. I'm Nea Malika Henderson, a CNN senior political reporter in for David Challion. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. Biden sets the record straight, this won't be an Obama third term. We'll discuss that, plus how Georgia's Republican secretary of state says Trump threw him under the bus. And finally, Trump pardoned a turkey yesterday. Might he also pardon Michael Flynn? In his first interview to air since the official administration transition began, President-elect Biden sat down with NBC's Lester Holt. And in this broad-ranging interview, he set the record straight on one thing. This wouldn't be a repeat of the Obama years.
1: This is not a third Obama term because there's we, we face a totally different world than we faced in the Obama-Biden administration. President Trump has changed the landscape. That's why... I found people who, uh, who joined the administration and uh, keep points that represent the spectrum of the American people as well as the spectrum of the Democratic Party.
0: That clarification might actually be necessary since many of Biden's cabinet appointees served under the Obama-Biden administration. Mayorkas, who has been tapped to lead the Department of Homeland Security, served as the DHS deputy under Obama and was crucial to the implementation of DACA. There's Avril Haines, who is set to be the director of national intelligence. She was the deputy director of the CIA under Obama. And Blinken, chosen for secretary of state, was the deputy secretary of state under Obama. So, you know, as the list goes on, uh, Biden is tasked with assuring everyone, Democrats and Republicans, that his administration won't just be a rehash of a bygone era, those Obama years. That was quite different in terms of the problems the country faced. Lester Holt asked Biden a pretty pressing question among progressives, and that is whether or not Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren would be in his cabinet to appease progressives who helped get Biden elected, and Biden said it wasn't off the table completely. He said that there was already significant uh, progressive representation in his cabinet, and essentially that Warren and Sanders would be better suited in the Senate. There's also the question of the Senate math for Biden, especially with a Senate majority that won't be decided until January with these two Georgia Senate races. If you take Warren out of the Senate, put her in a cabinet, then it'll be a Republican governor who would nominate her replacement. So that doesn't exactly help Biden's cause or the progressive cause either. In other words, I don't think Either of those folks are going to make it into a cabinet position in a Biden administration. In the same breath, Biden also said he was very open to appointing Republicans that voted for Trump when Holt asked him that question. This probably uh, won't land very well with those progressives.
1: Have you considered for the sake of national unity uh, selecting or nominating a Republican, someone who voted for President Trump? Yes, and we still have a lot more appointments to make. I want this country to be united. The purpose of our administration is once again united. We can't keep this virulent political dialogue going. It has to end.
0: So pointing Republicans to his cabinet is very much in line with Biden's unity message, but the practicality of building that coalition and seeing uh, you know, how well a team like that will work together, that is going to be an open question going forward for the incoming Biden administration. Now, here's what else matters today. Georgia's Republican Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, came out with an op-ed in USA Today expressing his disappointment in the aftermath of the election and all the attacks he got from Republicans. He wrote, in part, by all accounts, Georgia had a wildly successful and smooth election. This should be something for Georgians to celebrate, whether their favorite presidential candidate won or lost. For those wondering, mine lost. My Family voted for him, donated to him, and are now being thrown under the bus by him. Raffensperger took heat from the president and other GOP allies when he maintained that there was no voter fraud that led to Georgia flipping blue for the first time since 1992. Biden ended up winning by about 12,000 votes, and Georgia's going to do a recount that will not change that margin, most likely. And taking the president's cues, you had Georgia senators Perdue and Loeffler, who are up for re-election in January, they both baselessly called for his resignation and Governor Kemp asked Raffensperger to investigate baseless charges of election fraud. Raffensberger also alleged that during the recount process, Senator Lindsey Graham effectively asked him to toss out ballots by focusing on areas that might have higher cases of voter signature mismatches. Graham, of course, denied ever implying that ballots actually be tossed out. So there's been a lot of infighting among Republicans in Georgia just weeks before the Senate will be decided by two Georgia runoff races. And finally, today, we have some new reporting that President Trump has been looking at the possibility of pardoning his former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, who was convicted following special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. The saga, it spanned all four years of Trump's presidency. And Flynn, of course, pled guilty to lying to the FBI about contacts with Russia. He later recanted that plea, claiming that the FBI had entrapped him. Flynn still hasn't actually even been sentenced, but he is seen as a likely candidate to get a pardon from this president because he's been so loyal to President Trump. Earlier this year, President Trump commuted Roger Stone's sentence, and he, of course, another staunch Trump ally and associate. At this point in an outgoing president's term, it is certainly worth keeping an eye out for other pardons. He, of course, has pardoned some other folks, and we'll see what happens in the coming days as the president prepares to leave the White House and possibly pardon some of his friends. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next week. CNN Political Briefing is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. Raj Makija is our senior production manager. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Mimi Mutesa, and David Toledo, and engineered by Francisco Monroy. Taylor Galgano is the team's production assistant.